To me, when I think about FPA, I think about community. And I really am a member because of this community. Since I joined FPA about three years ago, I've made so many good friends. I have individuals I can contact if an issue pops up. Um, it's really about that community for me. You're listening to Your Financial Planner, Now What? The podcast to help you fast track your career by bringing you meaningful conversations on topics that influence new financial planners, their careers, and the lives of their clients. Today's episode is a collection of voices from the FPA Annual Conference 2017. While we were there, we asked several people about what they would change today if they could, the best advice they've received, what's been most surprising as they've worked in the financial planning profession, and so much more. We hope you enjoy this episode because hopefully it's about you, the person who sees the value and importance of financial planning and wants to move our profession forward. While the voices in this episode are different, the one commonality everyone has is that they get financial planning and are helping to move our profession forward. So before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to join us in the FPA Activate Facebook group. There is a growing group of engaged new planners like you who are helping to move our profession forward. So go to Facebook and search for FPA Activate and join us. We would love to connect with you because FPA is an amazing community of passionate, committed financial planners that want to make a difference in the world and in people's lives. I'm, I'm here to learn some, from some incredible people. Yeah. It's my tribe. I got plugged into the FPA when I was at Virginia Tech as a student, and the community has invested in me, so I mean, I'm, I'm here to give back. FPA is a community of planners that really care about the profession, um, and the heart of that is what makes this profession so great. I think it's one of the best professions out there because people care about people, and um, we all need that. We all need love. And so why are you a member of FPA? Uh, honestly, it, it was uh, for the next gen was one of the big reasons, um, but also pro bono work. It was a great way for me to help transition from my current career right now into the financial planning. It gave me uh, a lot of tools, a lot of mentors, a lot of assets that I was able to use for myself to help me with the career change. So what are you most proud of as a CFP in your career? As a CFP professional, I am most proud of the people that I've been able to serve. Um, when it comes to clients, um, being able to speak into their lives and make a positive difference, and that's not just about growing their portfolio. That's probably at the tail end of the line. In terms of within the profession, it's the younger advisors that I've helped mentor over time. I am so proud to be a certified financial planner because we make a difference in people's lives every day. I think I'm most proud of the steps that I took to become a CFP. It's a long process, right? You have to go through the educational training, the experience requirement, you have to sit for the exam. Um, so I have a lot of confidence in my abilities knowing that I've gone through a rigorous process to be certified as a financial planner. So I've been doing it 30 years now, and now it's about helping people find out what's important to them, you know, and how they want to be remembered. The, the difference that I've made in people's lives, I know that there are people that are much better off because I worked with them. Helping people. That's why I got into the profession. And it's, I mean, it's the most important part. I'm most proud of what this profession is becoming and what it's standing for. And that it's advanced far beyond just pure financial advice to more of a life partner with our clients. Starting my own firm four years ago was a great accomplishment the impact that I get to make in my clients' lives. One, I just am proud of the profession as a whole and to be be a CFP and be able to um, claim that. And I think we have such an interesting 
um, opportunity with each of our clients where we get to have such a big impact on their lives and the decisions that they make and we can um, truly improve and enhance their life. I think I'm most proud of being able to change people's lives by the advice we give. We're not about money. We're not about rules. We're about people. And that's what counts. So what piece of advice has helped you in your career the most? Don't be afraid to try new things. To be tenacious and not give up because it's an interesting row to hoe getting into this business and you got to be able to work at it. I I would say it's it's probably just learning from the people that have been doing this before me, taking in as much information I can from from mentors and from the leaders that are not with just the association, but within the whole financial planning career as a whole and learning from them as much as I can. I would say I had several um, senior friends in the profession who always said, you can do it. I know that sounds simple, but sometimes you just need to hear, you can do it. You will be successful. And that was very powerful coming from people who had already achieved where I wanted to go. To focus on my goals and my my vision and not allow people to distract me or pull me away from what I'm trying to achieve. I think early in my career, it was more finding mentors and, and having sounding boards to make good decisions. Early on, I'd have 10 or 12 people that I'd run things by. Eight or nine would tell me what I want to hear, but the people who told me what I didn't want to hear were the ones I listened to more, and it helped me ask more questions to find out you know, what was important to them, why they said that, and, and it helped me make good decisions. Just to get involved, follow up, say yes, do the best you can, meet people. Honestly, um, find a study group. That has been the, the biggest source of success, not just for career-wise, but also for personally. Are you looking at clients as a problem to fix, or are you looking at them as someone just to kind of walk through life with? Um, and that was just kind of fundamentally paradigm-changing for, uh, for me and how I viewed a client relationship in our role as planners. To build relationships in the community with my peers. I've come to meet like a lot of like financial planners and they are so passionate about it, like, which is why we're here to learn from them. And like I'd say the best piece of advice they've given us is just to like follow our dreams and write on what we want and their passions. And that's what, that's what I'm taking away from here. Oh my goodness. Follow your passion. Follow what you really love. Don't worry about the money. The money will follow. So the key thing is speaking in simple English, putting their interests first and talking, uh, focusing on what they care about, not what you care about. When you add up 20 years plus, it's really hard to define it as any one piece of advice. Different parts of my career, whether it's taking the exam or uh, how to interview or uh, how to make tough decisions regarding personnel, all of those pieces kind of come flooding back, but I'm very grateful for all the people that have spoken to my life and made a difference. Gosh, I would say just listen to the client. Sometimes we so easily get in our head and we're thinking the numbers and what am I going to say next? And I need to look knowledgeable and I need to know what I'm saying, but instead uh, hear the client out, get the whole story. I think the most helpful piece of advice I've ever received is step up, raise your hand, get uncomfortable. Um, Every 
impactful career move I've ever made has been a little bit uncomfortable. It hasn't felt very great at first, and I've felt a little bit out of my element, but I think it's been really rewarding, and it's something that has, um, you know, stepping up and raising my hand has really progressed my career forward substantially. What's been the biggest surprise in your career as a financial planner? I think the openness of clients has been really surprising, like just beyond the numbers of getting to know who they are and, um, yeah, just how, one, it all bleeds together, so it helps, but just the, the willingness for people to share has been really cool. How challenging it would be to get into the field. Hmm. I think the biggest surprise, especially coming right out of college, was not having closure with client tasks. In school, you know, the semester ends, you submit your project, there's a lot of closure. It's a little messier in real life. Um, clients might not complete their to-dos, you always have something outstanding, you have to kind of come terms to terms with that um, uncomfortableness of having pending items open all the time. <laughs> I was on the women's panel yesterday, and I know when I started my business, I thought that I would have primarily women in transition, widows, divorcees. Um, women, single women who wanted to remain that way. And it turns out that is not true. I tend to attract men with businesses. And so it's just been a surprise to me. And they obviously are married and we have amazing relationships with our female clients. And we have some of those women who are in transition or single, but primarily our clients are men who started businesses. So I just never dreamed that would be the direction I would go. Still remains a surprise. <laughs> So what's been the biggest surprise as you've been studying financial planning? Uh, I would have to say uh, the, the combination of just the behavioral finance that goes along with the emotional aspect of creating relationships with your clients and, and uh, everything kind of tying it all together to the technical, to the practical, and then the emotional as well, bringing that whole thing together. Probably that I I don't think I really fully understood how much of a behavioral manager I was going to be. I actually think that I'm more of a therapist, a behavioral manager, than I am, uh, you know, somebody that's giving true, just pure financial advice. How welcoming it is. A lot of a lot of other professions or careers, it's really competitive, but here everybody wants everybody to succeed. It's a, an abundance mentality. Everyone's in, invested in everybody else's success because, I mean, there's no shortage of clients and everyone needs financial financial help. I think the depth you go, like you get into with clients, I didn't think I was going to go as deep into their non-financial lives, but you go there. I think the human element, the relationships that you form with clients and how well you get to know people you know, that you fundamentally have a very real understanding of who they are as people and, and, and what they're trying to accomplish in life. And, you know, it's just cool to be able to have a role or a, a, a job that allows us to have that kind of a relationship and, and be someone that can help guide people on that journey. The complexity of finding the right solution for the clients. I'm surprised about like the number of women that are actually in like financial planning. Like it gives us like us younger women like so much hope. Like we're gonna make it too. So it's it's empowering. How open people can actually be, and how impactful our job really is. Um, people share a lot of really deep personal things, and we have the ability to help them reach their goals. And when they actually achieve those goals, 
they're the most grateful people on the planet, and it's an amazing feeling. Who outside the realm of financial planners is indispensable to your practice and your career? I think my husband has been really indispensable to my career. He allows me to do what I love and supports me when uh, work might be a little bit busier. He's always been there for me. He's a, a great outlet when I'm stressed or need a little bit of a confidence boost. Uh, he's really helped me a lot through my career. Probably authors. I mean, there's, as Dick Wagner said, financial planning is the ulti- ultimate liberal arts profession. And people who write about things that are important for us to know about that aren't specifically financial planning skills help us be better financial planners. Well, I have a coach of almost 20 years, Tracy Beckus, and you can imagine we meet once a month and we'll go along for six to 12 months and all of a sudden we'll have a session when I'm like, oh my goodness, that's exactly what we need to do or I need to do or I need to do more homework on. And I'm usually resistant to things that she teaches me, so it takes a while for my mind to open, but it's been invaluable and one of the three or four vectors of accelerated growth at Abacus. So who outside the realm of like financial planning has been most indispensable to you as you've been a career changer and kind of studying for financial planning? Professors, my teachers, definitely. They were, they were some of my original mentors and uh, a lot of them, some of them had to do with the financial planning realm. Some of them did not, but they were all very supportive and, and really helped push me towards what I eventually realized what I wanted to do, which was to be a certified financial planner. So. Clay Christensen, uh, he's a professor at Harvard. Um, he does a lot of stuff on innovation, and but um, how will you measure your life is the book that he wrote. Uh, and some of the practices and some of the things he talks about have been huge uh, developmentally that I've then brought into the practice. I mean, the biggest and obvious, I would say, is my wife. She's been indispensable. Financial journalists are very helpful because it gives real-world information about how people are using money in their lives. Oh, how could I even begun to forget her? We have a business coach, and she is phenomenal. I mean, each one of us in our firm get an hour with her every month, and it's it's all virtual. But, I mean, she helped us design our cultural vision document, our vision and mission, who we are as a firm. She does training. She does career coaching. She is, I mean, the glue for our firm. She's phenomenal. We have a Professor uh, Philip Gibson. He's like a... PhD uh, student and SAPF as well. And I mean, he's been very resourceful about like helping us get connected to people and he's been a great resource, yeah. I think family. You always have to be in sync with your family and the values you bring to the table. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, we're all on a voyage together. And so you want, you, you want your family to be supportive and also excited about what you do. My family. Right. Uh, my kids, the people that love me, the people that believe in me and support me throughout. Yeah. My husband. Yeah. So who do you most admire in the financial planning community and why? Oh, that is a good one. I would have to say within my own chapter, we have an amazing leader. Her name is Royce Monk, and she's in charge of our pro bono. She's been a mentor to me since day one when I came into it. And she has, I know she's retired now, but she has been a huge, huge uh, influence on me throughout this whole process. I have a few. I mean, I I think Michael Kitsis has been invaluable to me. Um, with his success podcast, I live in Alaska. He has um, really given people like me um, remotely to be able to access good formats on how to run your business, and it's been indispensable. 
I think I actually admire my first boss the most, even though I'm no longer with that firm. He really taught me a lot, and he's. I try and model my practice and my uh, interactions with clients after him. He was very, very thoughtful, cared a heck of a lot about the clients, and was really passionate about what he did. Um, so I try and take little little bits of that style and incorporate it into my financial planning style. I would have to say, um, Richie Lee, you helped found NAFA, has been probably the most influential to me. And I had dinner with Ham. He's getting close to 70 about three weeks ago. And we started at 8 p.m. And he had a stack of reading about six inches high. And he had read every article and he wanted to talk to with me about every single one. So the energy and drive and passion he has for what we do is still unabated. And he's very supportive of women. Okay, so so the people that I admire the most are probably uh, those, those anonymous faces that are really doing service to their clients. I really like all of those those Garrett planners that do hourly financial advising to people that would never get in front of anybody. It's a really difficult business model to actually make a good living. And I know several really smart, you know, people with MBAs and CFPs and have been in the industry for a long time and they insist that this is what they want to do. And they've foregone their ability to make additional revenue because they wanted to do the right thing for people. I think these people who are willing to take the time and put together presentations to help other people and share their knowledge. The people who have put the work in for me to be able to exist and explore the profession the way it is. And I, I just can't be grateful enough for the people who have come before me. It's, it's a little bit of a suck up. But Marty Kurtz, uh, who's, who's now a partner of mine, but has been a mentor to me for many years. And uh, just in terms of his vision and um, the way that he draws people uh, into him to work for the greater good of the industry. Uh, and then professionally, just how well um, what I've learned from him to be able to connect and to make a difference in the lives of clients. The ones that jump out the most, Janet Stanzek, she's been uh, a mentor to me for the last probably 12, 13 years, something like that. Been there through the thick and thin and um, always just a terrific voice and, and, and someone that I've been able to bounce things off of and, and uh, brainstorm and wrestle through things with. Yeah, she would stand out kind of the most. I would say uh, Carol Financial Planning. Like they're so good with their clients. Like I've gone on a tour with them, and it's been like a, a great experience. Yeah. And that was like an internship. Uh, no, I, just, I just a visit. Yeah, we went there. Like uh, sometimes we go to like the quarterly like FPA like chapters, and we go visit there and like talk to them, and like they give us advice and get us connected. So like that's where we met them. And he's actually one of our professors as well. So, like, we went on a tour, and they, they take us through everything that they do. And it kind of helped me figure out, like, what kind of financial planning I'd want to do. I think in some ways, you know, you think of the big names that have uh, really shaped the philosophy of investing, people like Benjamin Graham. But... Uh, I'm most admiring, I think, of the kinds of people that are at our conference here, the people that work with individuals every day and bring those uh, rules to life. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a tie between Harold Levinsky and Dina Katz because um, as a new student 
coming right out of school. I did my internship at, at Avinsky Brown and Katz at the time, years and years ago. And that has forever changed my course. Um, they've been mentors to me ever since, but I learned so much within two months, and I'm a raging fan of theirs. Carolyn McClanahan, because she's fearless. That would have to be Elizabeth Jatan and Eleanor Blaney, because they are both such strong, powerful women, and they, they're just doing amazing things. What's the one thing that you'd want to change in your practice or career? Um, I'd like to see it grow. <laughs> As I said, I'm just starting out, so I'd like to see it get bigger. I'd like to see more clients. Mm -mm. Oh, I think oh, I am so covetous. Our pastor talked about the Ten Commandments, which was an unusual to preach from the Old Testament at our church, and covetous was on there. So, oh, that's one I struggle with. I am so covetous of my younger planners because they came into the profession when it's all a profession. What we're able to teach them early on, not just technical, but skill development, management skills, they are where I am now in about a tenth of the time, and I wish I had had all that, that skills and methodologies that early on, but there you go. I don't know that there's anything I would really change um, about the career itself, I guess. Um, the only thing I, I wish there was more of was just more of a, a way to map out the different uh, career paths. I feel like uh, we as practitioners, we, we always kind of just fall in. Everybody, when they talk about how they came into the financial planning world, they didn't go directly to it. Everyone kind of came around to it. And so, you know, everyone, everyone has a little bit of a different story of how they became a financial planner. And, and just to have a career map that says, if you're here, do this. If you're here, do that. And then it'll help you get to where you can be most successful in what you're looking to do, whether that's fee-based whether that's AUM model, whether that's working for the wirehouses or whatever that may be. Um, just having a little bit more of a, a mapped out career path for that would, be, would have been great. In the entire profession, actually, I would like to change the business model and make it so that the average person on the street could get good financial advice. Uh, there's a big problem right now in our industry where we can't seem to figure out how we can get compensated well and still service people that really need help i don't really know um because i'm kind of early on in my career um I, there's change i guess just learning more being being able to better serve clients um, but that's just you know something that's going to get better over time i think one thing that i'd want to change in my career at least is i want to specialize more i feel like a lot of advisors in my firm have a niche whether it's uh executive compensation or estate planning. So I'm still trying to figure out what I'm most passionate about and how I can use that to kind of build out a specific client base. Um, I'm actually working right now on um, incorporating philanthropy more into what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis and in the lives of clients. Um, there's, a, uh, there's a talk that Arthur Brooks gave in uh, 2009 called Why Giving Matters. And uh, as you take a look at the science and uh, just behind giving, Clients will benefit to a huge degree, not, and it is actually financially, but also emotionally and, and from a family standpoint, by taking more and giving it to others versus using it for themselves. If I had a magic wand, I'd have more people, more staff, more, more talent, um, and just a whole bunch of good people around me. I would have liked to go off on my own a little bit earlier when I was younger and had a little more time to build the firm to help build the profession. 
I would just really like to have more time in the day <laughs> because so much of my business right now is connecting the dots, bringing people together. And uh, I think one of the great things in my lifetime is seeing how technology has really enabled that and facilitated it. And so you can reach more people more easily now than you used to be able to. But um, I think it's all about connections. Uh, I would add, I'd add one more person. Um, I'd like to have another advisor that can help me take on the workload and continue to scale the business. Um, and um, I think I would, I would re reduce my reliance on technology because technology is a really big piece. Um, but if we had a situation where uh, technology failed, I need to have a backup, and I haven't pulled out my old calculator in a long time. So, <laughs> so I'd probably reduce my reliance on on technology. So I'm going through a transition in roles, and so I'm, I just got a promotion, and so I'm moving into that next level, but there's still a lot that hasn't transitioned, so right now workload is just kind of out of control. So I think if I could solve for more time in the day, that would be awesome, uh, but that's not an option. So really, probably uh, more transitioning the, the other work to someone else. What uh, is your hope for new planners entering the financial planning profession in 2018? I, I love the mentorship programs that are already out and about, and I think that they're really um, essential for young advisors. And when you say 2018, I'm just looking generally to the future, and the mentorships are, are so essential because sometimes you need feedback not only from the firm where you're working, but looking at it in a more broad-based way, and mentorship programs really do that. So I'd like to see those expand. I hope they keep driving the professionalization of our industry forward. We cannot do our best work if we are not in a profession with a strong code of ethics and agreed upon methodologies. I hope that they drive forward all the technical knowledge that we have. And I hope that instead of working with, you know, however many clients we now have as a group, that that's 10 times, tenfold, and that everyone has access to good financial planning. Well, uh, for me, since I am one of those new financial planners, uh, really, really for, for those that are coming in like myself to be able to get involved as much as they can, not just with the FPA, but within any organization, uh, and, and have a part, have a, have a part early on and start doing what you can in order to grow your voice in those different organizations and in the financial planning field itself. That way, as we progress through our career, we'll be able to have a little bit more to say as, as we become the more experienced financial planners like yourself and, uh, and be able to give back to those the future, even from there, the 2025 financial planners and so on and so forth, be able to help them out as much as possible. My hope is that as we start bringing in new planners, that uh, the profession will continue to elevate and that these planners will operate as fiduciaries, not just in terms of disclosure in, in compensation, but even in terms of competency level and ability to do the right thing for clients. So I, I believe that this profession is in the process of, of changing and the new planners are the ones that are going to really move it forward. My hope is that they have someone to look up to. They feel like they fit in. They have peers within the organization. Hopefully myself and a few others have paved the way for them and created better career paths that they realize this is the most important profession of the 21st century. I mean, we, we're helping people overcome the issues that prevent them from being their best selves, and we're unlocking human capital and allowing people to explore life in 
you know, be the best ver versions of themselves in their job and that with their families, with the people they care about, the communities that are important to them. While there is a good professional opportunity to get in and, and you know, be a part of some firms that are really growing, make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. And in my opinion, that right reason is do the best for the client and in the best way. My biggest hope for new planners is that they come into this profession with a very open mind. There are a lot of different ways to do planning. There are a lot of different ways that firms operate. There are a lot of different ways that careers can look and evolve and change over time. So don't pigeonhole yourself into something. Um, once you get into the actual practice of financial planning, it's far different than I ever envisioned when I was coming out of school. Um, so just be open-minded and flexible about what may be possible and what you might accomplish. I hope that they are as excited as we all are about the profession, about the possibilities, possibilities of changing lives, possibility of changing the way we raise our kids, uh, the way we, we talk about money, and the way we uh, lead as a profession. And I hope they embrace all the opportunities that are open to them and uh, can't wait to see what they're going to do. <laughs> I think new planners benefit from being authentic and learning how to be yourself and that you don't always have to have every answer down pat. It's just being authentic and relating to people because clients are humans just like us and they want to be heard. And when you can do that, I think you'll be successful. My hope for new planners is that they're willing to go out and fail and fail quickly, right? Try things, talk to people and understand that, that they don't have to get it right on the first try. You know, so that would be my hope. Go out that they'll try, that they'll fail, and then they'll 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 fail less often as they as they start to see success. I hope that they find firms where they feel like it's the right cultural fit that they're looking for. I think uh, every firm offers different things, and I hope really hope they all find mentors. That has been huge for me that they stay and that they get involved and meet and learn and grow and make everyone better. My hope is to like find like I'm I'm an international student and from like I'm from Zimbabwe and financial planning isn't something that is like that everybody knows there. So this is what I'm like I want to take away from here. Like go there and like teach them like help them improve like their the finances and everything. So like I want to be that person that takes it back there and like teach them like from how to like to better themselves finish the sentence fpa is awesome <laughs> that's what i can say i mean it's it's a very good resource to get connected and i've been a member for like six months and i've i've gained so much like from the fpa boards like getting connected with employers and getting resources on who's doing what in other sectors and financial planning it's it's, it's pretty awesome it's a very good resource yeah so why are you a member of fpa I can't imagine why I wouldn't be. I mean, I don't even understand how it's a decision. This is our professional association. This is the group that teaches us, mentors us, gives us resources, thinks about us 24-7. It's just illogical not to be a member. The FPA is the largest association that supports financial planning. And so it's important for us to all rally together and and work together to move the profession forward. It is the core of 
what I do uh, and how I act as a planner and the resources that they provide and then the relationships that I've gained as a result of it, um, I never leave. Awesome! (laughs) To everyone who helped us with this project, thank you for lending us your voice and for trusting us with it. To our listeners, thank you for being part of this great story that is a financial planning profession. Hopefully you're already a member of the FPA Activate Facebook community. But if you're not, we would love for you to join us. There's no need to be a member of FPA to join because we know how important it is to be surrounded by people who understand your situation and what you're going through. So go to Facebook and search for FPA Activate and join us today. The truth is we need you. Like we need you to help make all of us better and to help move this profession forward. Because the FPA is a place for people who want to get better. The place for people who want to get better. Somebody said it to me in Cleveland. Have you ever heard me talk about that? No. It's like all I can tell people about. I think it should be our new primary aim. There's this guy who's a CFA charter holder. Okay, there's this man in in, uh, my town who's a CFA charter holder, and he has a CFP, and he's a wholesaler for a mutual or a small mutual fund, a regional guy. Anyway. And he wanted to, to, he asked me about how to get involved. And I told him about the FPA and that he could be a sponsor, that he could be a member, that he could attend. And he said, FPA, that's the group that people join when they want to get better, right? And I said, that's exactly what it is. Oh, I love that so much. It was great. It was the coolest thing I've heard in a long time because I've always believed that. This is the place where we get better. We have community. We find people. We encourage. We support. We learn. I've got goosebumps. And and this is somebody who has no knowledge of us at all, except that's our reputation, and that's amazing.